Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Tiny Mike Talks, hosted by me, the one and only, Lavis Jules. And today, we're talking about a couple of things. It's a little Tiny Mike Talk tidbits. It's just a little, little Jules tidbit. So, earlier in the week, I talked about you know, all the stuff that's happening in this month, that's starting off this month, including uh, Black History Month, of course, 28 Days of Black Cosplay, and 28 Shades of Queer. So, with that, I want to go over all the things that are going to be in that prompt list, some fun things to do. I will be doing my best to post on Instagram. I think I'll probably end up um, doing all of them on Sunday, not all of them, but like, um, what I can for the week, at least this first week on Sunday. I'll try to catch up to do the rest of them throughout the rest of the the month entirely. But um, I still got some stuff to finish in my house and I feel it, I'm technically supposed to be almost done. <laughs> but I am like technically almost there. So yeah, after Saturday, which is where another episode's gonna come out. But after that, I will hopefully have it together and I'll be able to keep on doing that and update uh, my other Instagram that I have not plugged here because I ha it's been very dormant and I haven't posted anything because I haven't been doing conventions. I haven't really been doing a whole lot of pictures, but since I've been performing with the Midnight Minxes online, then I've been not forced, but I mean, I put myself in the position to do more cosplays. And from that, I've been able to do some more things. So, yeah, I'm going to update that Instagram. You can find me over there at Jules in Technicolor. Um, just J-U-L-E-S, like it is. And I will be posting on my main Looking Left Jules and, of course, the Tiny Mike Talks pod Instagram and Twitter as well. So, I'm really excited about the things that I have in store because I have at least one. I have one on my Patreon that I haven't... Well, two now that I haven't finished... Um, <laughs> editing all the photos for but I'll at least edit like two of those to post and then I have another one that I have to do more pictures in because for burlesque I like changed it up to be a little bit more sexy so look forward to that and I have one that I also bought for the Midnight Minxes um, swimsuit episode <laughs> um, which I, th I think we did it like in October yeah, 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 yeah. And it's really cute. And one of my patrons, he does like this cute suit thing. And I was like, oh, I have a similar suit and I still have not worn it. And I keep seeing other suits online. And I'm like, oh, and they're similar, but they're like full body. And I was like, oh, I should wear it. Oh, I should get that one. I have to wear the one that I have. And he's like, do it, bro. Do it. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and now it's a perfect time. So that'll be exciting. Look forward to that. And with that, Along with 28 Days of Black Cosplay. I won't be doing full 28 cosplays. Because I don't even think I have 28 cosplays. <laughs> Thinking about it, really. I'll go over the ones that I have and post some. I know there's at least one. I know there's one that I haven't posted on this. I haven't done it in years. And I don't know if, if you know the show Princess Jellyfish. I love that show. I got one season. And I desperately wanted to have more. Oh my god, it's so cute. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do a character from that. Who reminds me. Whereas this character reminds me of a, of a character from Fire Force, which I didn't expect I would cosplay, but I have the clothes that makes it work. I think I just have to take my hair down. If you know the, the um, connection between the two characters without me mentioning who they are, 
let me know online on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's interesting. It's really fun. So yeah, so I'm going to be doing that and that sounds like so much fun. But along with that, I am starting a conversation. I'm starting a conversation here on my podcast about it's it's it, it's a wide ranging conversation, like really like everything that I do, <laughs> honestly. So, so this conversation I want to start is about representation versus versus virtual signaling, right? Wow, bridging the gap in the cosplay community and between blurs themselves. You know the whole argument, Goku versus everybody? It's tired. I explained it to my mom today and she was just like, this is, <laughs> and she feels kind of the same way, but also like, she understands because she's like, oh, Goku's the man and all this. I'm just like, but like, just because Goku wants to fight everybody doesn't mean he can beat everybody. My main point is because that he didn't beat Cell, but we'll go into that in a later episode <laughs> when I talk to some other people about it. So, I also want to bring up how representation is important in not just um, fan art, but also specifically in media and cosplayers, like, you know, white cosplayers knowing better and queer baiting versus actual representation of queer characters. So, I have a lot to talk about th through this month. So, every, I'm going to do my best to make it every Tuesday and Thursday for my tidbits. I'm pushing my hype on the tiny mics to next month. So this month it'll be me talking a little about one of these topics, be it cosplay or black history in general, or uh, something on the queer shades list that I'll be bringing up. And to go through the prompt list for 28 Shades of Queer, hosted by... <clears throat> Madame Askew and the Grand Arbiter. The first day is the intro, which I'll do later on. Second day is Lush. Third day is Camp. Fourth, Drama. Fifth, Excess. Sixth, Lavender. Seven, Dazzle. Eight, Silver. Nine, Gold. Ten, Dark. Eleven, Deep. Twelve, Wet. <laughs> Thirteen, Wild. Fourteen, Seduce. Fifteen, Wonder. Sixteen, Command. 17, Carnation. Give me a reason to buy some Carnations, maybe. Uh, 18, Pearl. Ooh, that's fun. 19, Diamond. 20, Ruby. 21, Pansy. 22, Obscure. 23, Minimal. 24, Cryptid. 25, Fae. 26, Interstellar. 27, Violets. And 27, er, 27, 28, Ascend. So that should be fun. I, hmm, this will be fun. This will be fun. <laughs> today is the, today's Thursday. It's still Thursday, yes. My days have just been like running into each other in the weirdest way. So today is the fourth and as much as I'm not sure how to give you drama, I know how to avoid drama. <laughs> so I think that's when we're going to be posting about probably tomorrow, maybe about by Sunday. I kind of want to do it now just to get the ball rolling on that, keep things in even numbers and let everyone know that like this is what I'm participating in participating in wow words are a thing today uh, <laughs> and get that out there there are already lots of people participating in this 
and I'm really excited to see what everyone gets through. One of my favorite performers, Evie Riot, who you can find as Eve Riot Artist on Instagram. They're great. They're amazing and curly and super cool. And one of these days, I'll meet them in person. I just, I just feel like they're so cool. So, yeah. Got lots of cool, fun stuff going on for that this month. And, yeah. I can't wait to show you all my cosplays and talk about some black history and some of my favorite black performers. I'm going to be reading a little bit from a book that I got for my birthday last year. Mm. Man, now I forgot the title and I don't know where I put it. But... Hopefully I'll be getting to that when I find the book. It's in a pile of books. Not not because I don't want to read it or anything, but it's because I've been reorganizing. So yeah. <laughs> so let's just do a little intro for myself. If you have you know, listened to my first couple of podcasts or listened to me as a guest on a couple of things, a couple of other podcasts, which I'll insert into the show notes and also a couple of clips here. I've been around for a while. I've been performing in Milwaukee with the Bruce City Bombshells for five years. I love burlesque. And my first act was Beetlejuice. And I, I really do like campy stuff. I'm not sure if it's for me because, I don't know, I feel weird about it. I don't know why. I just, I guess I always felt like I had to be small, you know? And But that's something that I'm overcoming and burlesque is helping me do that. Same thing with drag. So, yeah. And... When it comes to cosplay, my first cosplay <laughs> was uh, Drifloon, and it was real, real shitty. If I'm being entirely honest, I was just wearing one of those, like, um, those, what is it, like, um, what are they called? They're like, I guess, like the Russian hat, and it was like fluffy white in the front, and the whole thing was purple. And I covered my mouth with like a mask, and I put a big old X on it, and I didn't have any context at the time to make my eyes like like big and black but I already have like big eyes so I was like whatever and then I put on like eyeliner and I wore a purple hoodie and purple pants and and I think yellow converse and I think one other person who was dressed as a drifloon noticed me <laughs> and it was cute and I felt good but I was also just like I'm like in the weirdest closet cosplay I think <laughs> so yeah that was fun I I enjoyed it and I went to a con I went to Anime Milwaukee for the first time by myself, and I think that was the same year I graduated high school in 2009. So, yeah, I was like a little baby. It's a little baby trying to do some little baby cosplay. <laughs> so that was interesting. And, hmm, one of my favorite black icons is definitely Eartha Kitt. And here's a little excerpt for, uh, about her. I said from her. Um, about her that I just, actually just found it on Instagram. And I love it so let me drop some <laughs> let me drop some knowledge about her into your life because she was amazing honestly if you don't know Eartha Kitt like how maybe you're not old enough to know about the things that she's done and played so let me drop some of this knowledge on you real real quick real real quick like Eartha Kitt was an astounding black woman and honestly a really interesting pillar of the community in my eyes at least especially for women of the time even women now honestly like I know a couple of my friends really look up to her as much as I do I yeah I can't remember when I saw her as a kid I can't remember how old I was I don't I don't think it was in the Adam West Batman she played Catwoman it might have been in something else like very briefly 
Oh, but you know what? She was really... Okay, hold on, let me just go through this. <laughs> so, Eartha Kitt was born Eartha May Keith in January of 1927. She was a singer, activist, dancer, actress, author, songwriter, and so, so much more. She spoke four different languages, including... Oh, wait, no. And she sang in seven. She sang Santa Baby, which was recorded in 1953. She played Catwoman in the Batman TV series in 1967, the Adam West series. And she also played Lady Eloise in the movie Boomerang in 1992. She was reintroduced, especially to the younger generation, as the voice of Yzma in The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> That's, that, 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 that was definitely the thing that like brought her back into the forefront of people's minds at the time, as it was in 2000. 2000. <laughs> she received her first Annie Award from that role. She started in Broadway musicals and had many other movie roles. She had a kind voice that was unique and a style that was extremely fierce. I admire her for her fearlessness and her activism. She was never afraid to speak out and fought for equal rights for all. And here's a quote from Eartha herself before she passed in 2008. My recipe for life is not being afraid of myself, afraid of what I think or of my opinions. Her legacy will forever live on. So yeah, if you don't know anything about Eartha Kitt, freaking look into her. She's amazing. And I know, I'm sure you probably heard the, or seen the clip either on YouTube or Facebook. Um, and I say it all the time because it's so perfect and hilarious. Um, I'll insert it here if I can find it because I know I'm not going to do it justice. For what? For what? For what? What? For what? And it's essentially about like a man or like trying to lessen or quiet yourself down for the approval of men essentially I love it I'll find the clip because I'm definitely not doing it justice <laughs> so yeah and uh, oh and a little bit about my queerness I currently identify as a genderqueer woman I am pansexual and polyamorous solo polyamorous and yeah so pansexual I am attracted to anybody, no matter their gender identity, their gender expression, or essentially what's in their pants, as long as, you know, it's compatible with me and my feelings. And in that way, I'm, 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 there's a, I can't, there's another word for it that's like, um, yeah, I don't remember the word for it. There are lots of terms for these things, you know, where it's not quite demisexual, because I do have lots of physical attraction to people on first meeting like my celebrity crushes you know like I love me some Tom Hiddleston and Henry Cavill um but other people I'm just like eh, like I li like uh, like maybe it's because I don't like blondes I don't know like I like Chris Hemsworth he's great but I feel like he'd make a really cool uncle you know what I mean <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense but yeah I love me some Isaac Hemsworth right and he's just beautiful same thing with Oscar Isaac just just beautiful man but and uh, I want I want that nine foot tall vampire to destroy me with her legs. So, yeah, and I have a thing about voices, like people with like beautiful deep voices, like men, women, anybody, just like a deep voice. And it's like, oof, give it to me, please. And I'm most certainly uh, sapiosexual. <laughs> like as much as I think, like it, it's it's always been like a thing that I thought was silly. I've always been attracted to very intelligent people and very, and very intelligent characters. As long as they're not condescending with their intelligence, that that essentially tries to put other people down, you know, kind of a thing. Like I have a friend who 
I'm attracted to because they're so smart and they're just like eh, whatever I'm like no I want to eat your brain and they're like oh okay 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 Jules but like don't because I need it <laughs> and um one of the reasons why I love this show Man, the show itself is amazing it'll be up on a future hype on the tiny mic for sure but Apode himself and Apode himself is just not just adorable but he's also so smart and him finding a way to fix things like just MacGyver things without being a like a, not just a huge jerk but also like dumb when trying to fix it you know like that whole like idiot savant thing I don't I don't like that trope so actual geniuses who are smart and know how to apply their knowledge practically I love that and it doesn't help that it doesn't hurt that he's freaking adorable and he's of age he's 19 years old <laughs> for y'all trying to come for me and my fictional character crushes um same thing with Sherlock it's definitely it took me a, a long time to realize it's like why I've always enjoyed Sherlock but I've also been a huge fan of mystery and things like that and like problem solving when it comes to things like that as a kid since I was a kid so I guess maybe that just kind of grew on me I don't know I mean, it doesn't hurt that Robert Downey Jr. played him or Benedict Cumberbatch played him. And it's, it's, it's really all in the mind. Like, I like, I, I do like the actors. Like, the actors just make it better, you know? So, I haven't seen the American version, even though I'm pretty sure the guy who plays him is not American. I don't know. But that's fine. I just still haven't seen uh, Elementary. That's, <laughs> that's what it's called. But I do love Moriarty the Patriot. And <laughs> that one's a doozy, let me tell you. I'm excited for the second season. But anyways uh yeah and I came out when I was like 13 14 no 15 to my mom as bisexual at the time and she was like okay well as long as you have me some kids and that is still very much up in the air because at the time I was very much like that's not gonna happen and right now my sister has enough kids for both of us so I'm good you know and I'm I'm not in the baby market so whatever and Oh, I discovered my polyamory when I was about 22 that like I kind of knew that it was there like I wanted to not just have an open relationship or like just sleep around or anything like that. It was definitely not that. It was very much like I want to have like good, stable, solid, loving relationships with it, at the time it was very much like men and women, less so men because I was not in a great place with men because they were shit but <laughs> it was very much that because I very much realized how even in a close like intimate relationship not one person cannot give you everything like in, in the things that you can't like give yourself obviously someone else hopefully can you know and it's not like making up for something it's just feeling something that is it might be impossible for someone else you know what I mean maybe you don't I don't know <laughs> but polyamory is very much um um consensual adult um ethical monogamy no jeez, ethical non-monogamy <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so tired like I'm tired I have like this weird hunger headache just hitting me in the back of the head so yeah it's ethical non-monogamy which is um open communication honest consent between multiple parties in multiple relationships so like three people could be in a relationship together or like it could be like um 
one person with two partners or like a, a, like a married couple who each have their own separate partners or a married couple who are dating another couple simultaneously, something like that. There are lots of different polyamorous dynamics, poly uh, triads, three people, polycules, which is four or more generally. Um, I think there are other ones that are like, oh, like constellations, <laughs> which like trickle down into a lot of people. I'm not involved with anyone currently because I don't want to be involved with anyone currently. <laughs> like I don't want to be tied down to anyone, any couple or anything like that. So that's not for me at the moment. Hopefully in the future. Because I do want that. Just not here and now. So yeah. And I think, yeah, I came out to my family as Polly when I was like, I want to say like 26, maybe 27. And they made fun of me, but, 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 you know, it would be a smart thing. And they definitely fall into some of those things and they just don't want to fully like lean into it, you know, for one reason or another, but you know, not everything is for everyone. So yeah, those are some things about me. I hope to learn some things about you and everyone else throughout this entire month, be it for 28 shades of queer, be it for black history month. You can tell me about some of your favorite black quarter, like influencers or, well, I guess influencers, but historians, history makers, anything like that. Even like someone that you love right now, like any favorite poet, actor, actress, singer, like talk to me about Beyonce. Like I, I've been thinking about Beyonce all day yesterday. It was amazing. I love her so much because <laughs> she's been very influential to me in my life. I'll talk about that in a future episode though, because this is already over 20 minutes long. So <laughs> and I'll talk to you more about some of my cosplays and you can see what I'm doing in the Midnight Minx's Pixel Hearts 2.0 Nerd Lush show on February 13th over on Discord. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Midnight Minxes and you can get in on the action by joining us at HomieCon, buying tickets to the show, and checking out the full playlist of all the performers that will be featured in the show, including your, my, like myself. So yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tiny Mike Talks podcast. I hope you are enjoying your February and not snowed in and not having wet shoes or socks. <laughs> Stay sparkly, y'all. Catch you next time. Bye. If a man came into your life, wouldn't you want to compromise? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> a man comes into my life and I have to compromise? You must think about that one again. <laughs> A man comes into my life and you have to compromise for what? For what?